Chapter 108 Ahab and the Carpenter The Deck First Night Watch Carpenter, standing before his vice bench, and by the light of two lanterns, busily filing the ivory joist for the leg, which joist is firmly fixed in the vice. Slabs of ivory, leather straps, pads, screws, and various tools of all sorts lying about the bench. Forward, the red flame of the forge is seen, where the blacksmith is at work. Drat the file, drat the bone. That is hard which should be soft, and that is soft which should be hard. So we go, who file old jaws and shin bones. Let's try another. Aye, now this, this works better. <coughs> ah, hello, oh, this bone dust. It, uh, <coughs> ah, it's, <coughs> yeah. It, <coughs> Bless my soul, it won't let me speak. Ah, it's what an old fellow gets now for working in dead lumber. Saw a live tree, don't get this dust. Amputate a live bone and you, you don't... Ah, 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 you old smart bear hair. Let's have that for all in buckle screw. I'll be ready for him presently. Lucky now that... There's no knee joint to make. That might puzzle a little. By the mere shin bone, ah, that's easy as making the hop poles on the ash. Should like to put a good finish on. Time, time, if I but only had the time, I could turn him out as neat a leg now as... Has <coughs> 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 ever scraped to a lady in a parlor? Those buckskin legs and calves of legs I've seen in shop windows, they wouldn't compare at all. They soak water, they do. Of course, get rheumatic, have to be doctor. <coughs> <coughs> with, with washes and lotions, just like live legs. There. Before I saw it off now, I must call his old mogul ship and see whether the length will be all right. Too short, if anything, I guess. Ah, that's the heel. We're in luck. Ah, here he comes, or somebody else, that's certain. Ahab advancing. During the ensuing scene, the carpenter continues sneezing at times. Well, man-maker. Just in time, sir. If the captain pleases, I'll now mark the length. Let me measure, sir. Measured for a leg. Good. Well, it's not the first time. About it. There, keep thy finger on it. This is a cogent vice thou hast here, carpenter. Let me feel its grip once. Oh, so, so, it does pinch some. Oh, sir, it will break bones. Beware, beware. No fear, I like a good grip. I like to feel something in this slippery world that can hold, man. What's Prometheus about there? The blacksmith, I mean. What's he about? He must be forging the buckle screw, sir. Now, right, it's a partnership. He supplies the muscle part. He makes a fierce red flame there. Aye, sir. He must have the white heat for this kind of uh, fine work. Ah, <coughs> uh, hmm. So he must. I do deem it now a most meaning thing that that old Greek Prometheus, who made men, they say, should have been a blacksmith and animated them with fire. For what's made in fire must properly belong to fire, and so hell's probable. 
How the soot flies. This must be the remainder the Greek made the Africans of. Carpenter, when he's through with that buckle, tell him to forge a pair of steel shoulder blades. There's a peddler aboard with a crushing pack. Sir? Hold. While Prometheus is about it, I'll order a complete man. After a desirable pattern. Imprimish. Fifty feet high in his socks. And then chest modeled after the Thames Tunnel. Then legs with roots to them to stay in one place. Then arms, three feet through the wrist. No heart at all, brass forehead, and about a quarter of an acre of fine brains. And let me see, shall I order eyes to see outward? No, but put a skylight on top of his head to illuminate inward there. Take the order and away. Now what's he speaking about? Who's he speaking to, I should like to know? Shall I keep standing here? Aside, tis but indifferent architecture to make a blind dome. Here's one. No, no, no. I must have a lantern. Oh, that's it, eh? Uh, here too, sir. Uh, one will serve my turn. But art thou thrusting that thief-catcher into my face for a man? Thrusted light is worse than presented pistols. I thought, sir, that you spoke to Carpenter. Carpenter? Why, that... No, very, that's very tidy, I, I may say. An extremely gentlemanlike sort of business thou art in here, Carpenter. Or wouldst thou rather work in clay? Sir? Clay? Clay, sir? The, no, that's, that's mud. We leave clay to ditchers. Sir? <coughs> the fellow's impious. What art thou sneezing about? Bone is rather dusty, sir. Take the hint, then, that when thou art dead, never bury thyself under living people's noses. Sir? Oh, uh, I guess so. Yes, oh. Oh, dear. Look, ye carpenter, I dare say thou callest thyself a right good workman like workman, eh? Well, then, will it speak thoroughly well for thy work? If I came to mount this leg thou makest, I shall nevertheless feel another leg in the same identical place with it. That is, Carpenter, my old lost leg. The flesh and blood one, I mean. Canst thou not drive that old Adam away? Oh, truly, sir, truly, sir, I, yeah, I begin to understand somewhat now. Yes, I, I, I have heard something curious on that score, sir. How that a, a, a dismasted man never entirely loses the feeling of his old spar, but it'll still be pricking him at times. And may I humbly ask if it be really so, sir? It is, man. Look, put thy live leg here in the place where mine once was. So now, here is only one distinct leg to the eye, yet two to the soul. Where thou feelest tingling life there, exactly there, there to a hair do I. Is it a riddle? Yeah, I should humbly call it a poser, sir. Hiss, then. How dost thou know that some entire living, thinking thing may not be invisibly and uninterpenetratingly standing precisely where thou now standest? Aye, and standing there in thy spite, in thy most solitary hours, then, dost thou not fear eavesdroppers? Now, hold, don't speak. And if I still feel the smart of my crushed leg, Though it be now so long dissolved, then why mayst not thou, Carpenter, feel the fiery pains of hell forever and without a body? Ah, good Lord. 
Yeah. Truly, sir, if it comes to that, I must calculate over again. I think I'd... I didn't carry a small figure, sir. Look ye. Pudding head should never grant premises. How long before the leg is done? Perhaps an hour, sir. Bungle away at it then and bring it to me. Turns to go. Oh, life. Here I am, proud as Greek god, and yet standing dead out of this blockhead for a bone to stand on. Cursed be that mortal inter-indebtedness which will not do away with ledgers. I would be free as air, and I'm down in the whole world's books. I'm Sir Richard could have given bid for bid with the wealthiest Praetorians at the auction of the Roman Empire, which was the world's. And yet, I owe for the flesh in the tongue I brag with. My heavens, I'll get a crucible and into it and dissolve myself down to one small compendious vertebrae. So. Carpenter, resuming his work. Well, well, well. Stubb knows him best of all. Stubb always says he's queer, huh? Says nothing but that one sufficient little word. Queer, he's queer, says Stubb. He's queer, queer, queer and keeps dinning it into Mr. Starbuck all the time. Queer, sir. Queer, queer, very queer. And here's his leg. Yep. <laughs> now that I think of it, here's his bedfellow. Has a stick of whale's jawbone for a wife. And this is his leg. He'll stand on this. What was that now? About through one leg standing in three places in all three places standing in one hell? How was that? Oh, I don't wonder he looks so scornful at me. I'm a sort of strange thought at sometimes, they say, but that's only haphazard-like. Then a, a short little old body like me should never undertake to wade out into deep waters with tall, heron-built captains. The water chucks you under the chin pretty quick, and there's a great cry for lifeboats. And, and here's the heron's leg, long and slim, sure enough. Now, for most folks, one pair of legs lasts a lifetime. That must be because they use them mercifully as a tender-hearted old lady uses her roly-poly old coach horses. But Ahab, oh, he's a hard driver. Look, one leg driven to death and spavin' the other for life and now wears out bone legs by the cord. <laughs> Hello there, you smart. Uh, bear a hand there with those screws. Let's finish this before the resurrection fellow comes a-calling with his horn for all legs, true or false, as uh, brewery men go around collecting old beer barrels to fill them up again. What a leg is this? It looks like a real live leg filed down to nothing but the core. You'll be standing on this tomorrow. You'll be taking altitude on it. Oh, no, I almost forgot the little oval slate, smooth ivory where he figures up the latitude. Ah, so, so. Chisel, file, sandpaper now. <laughs>